Oh, this is on. <laughs> hey again. It's me, James Reese, Cerebral Fit Podcast. Hope everyone's having a good day. I'm going to attempt to record this from my phone. First warning, so let's see. Hopefully we don't get any random... Putting on the silencer right there. Random text messages from some fitness company offering 50% off their products or... A text thread that I have don't want any part of, but I guess I got thrown into, but <laughs> be that as it may, I'm going to record anyways. I'm actually in Lubbock, Texas right now. It's a little after eh, six o'clock. Um, didn't feel like it actually felt like it was four, but uh, daylight savings time. What can I say? It's a spring. It's a beautiful, beautiful day here. There's no wind. Uh, sun's out. I'm in the middle of a park right now. It's just me actually in the middle of a park. There's people surrounding me, but it's not as packed as one would think. Um, once again, one of the byproducts of just the pandemic is just more people spending time outside. They can't go to the restaurants. They can't go to the bars. So they go to the parks. And I mean, honestly, it's I've, I've told my a um, uh, few people this, but it really reminds me of the 1990s in which you know, that was a decade in which, you know, I grew up in the 90s as a, as a child and a teenager towards the end of it. But there was a lot of people back then spending time outside of parks. It was real commonplace. Not saying that people don't do that now, but it, it just felt more so like that was an activity to do then. And, you know, it's, it's, it's good to see. I'm not advocating going to, you know, the entire city of Lubbock, come to this one park and everyone just get together, hug and whatever. And, and just shake hands and look each other. No, no, not at all. Bad, bad, bad analogy, but you get the picture. However, um, it is nice. Um, you know, I've just been driving around for the past few hours. I'm actually waiting on a pizza to a place to an order at a local joint here by the name of Capital Pizza. I'm trying to shop local, keep them busy. Um, there's a lot of places right now around the country, states, I should say. Uh, that are considering reopening the economy slowly, some outright. Um, I'll have a few viewpoints on that from my perspective as a businessman. And yes, I am getting a bit more comfortable calling myself that because, you know, you just got to call it like you see it, especially when it comes to you. And so, um, but yes, definitely, you know, we're, you know, into the another week into the pandemic. And I think, you know, right now we're, we've all... Some of us have hit a breaking point, and those individuals, I think you probably have seen on the television screens and your and your smartphone screens are the ones who are quote-unquote protesting. Uh, I just like to think they're just playing some sort of really lame-ass cosplaying stuff, tough guy cosplaying. But, um, I mean, it is what it is. I... Everyone's going to have an opinion, and I'm no different. Um... I'm, I'm being a business person, having a personal training business, and then being a part of the family business, having a stake in that, a legit stake, you have to be very careful with this. This isn't just a cut and dry, like, okay, we're back to work now. We'll handle everything. That doesn't work that way. Um, this is a very novel virus. It's something that was going around, you know, it's still going around with the flu, so it's a double whammy in that regards of people catching this, catching that. Um, you know, obviously for the past almost going two months, I've been very careful, very careful with, with what I've been doing. Um, 
especially with just sanitizing and hygiene that's just has increased triple you know double triple whatever (laughs) both hell um and so when you're in the personal training business when you're in the gym business the fitness industry you know you see every day just we can't wait for everyone to be back we can't wait and i i understand that i understand that completely um but at that same time like there is pre-covid and there is post-covid and one of my clients actually mentioned that to me and i thought that was a really interesting way of looking at it from a psychosocial perspective she's also a fellow psychology major so uh shout out to jules on that one but i thought that was a very very accurate description of how things are going to work i really do believe that there is a new norm uh beginning it's been beginning since well nearly a month and obviously there's been people that have been taking to it fairly well i know i've had my few rough weeks adjusting to it going through like the phases of the shock value the conditioning value and then going on getting over the mental health aspect of it that being able not to you know go out like just a bit ago i was craving man it's kind of driving around it's kind of nice so i'd like to go sit in the patio somewhere and have a few beers i can't i mean of course i could sit outside the garage and maybe do that which i might do but with that being said, you know, I still am very uncomfortable going into places now and and buying even just groceries or whatever because of just how risky it is in terms of contracting this virus because there's still a lot of people all over the place that are still making this much ado about nothing. But as a business person, I can't do that. I can't take that risk. Um, I can't put my clients' lives on the line if I can't control a few variables here. Um, And that's something that the gym business, you know, they're going to have to really, if they're smart, if they are smart and proactive, um, which with that being said, this is mainly a reactive situation. Um, I guess that's been going on for the past month. But now I think we're entering this new little phase of where, okay, we know this is going to be around for a little while longer. There's no vaccine yet. There really hasn't been proven to be any kind of pharmaceutical like treatment or anything like that. There's no, everyone's get throwing out their, their wishy-washy concoctions and just, well, I believe. I see it every day on Facebook, on Twitter, on any type. I'm seeing all sorts of stuff. Uh, the tinfoils have really, tru- truly come out. And we're all conspiracy theorists to a degree. Some, you know, some have the volume up a little higher than others. But with that being said, I'm still very much a man and a person of scientific fact and validity and trials and so forth. Um, We still got to be careful with that. That's why it's just not, I feel, I'm pretty sure I'll get some pushback from maybe a few people, you know, the few people who do listen to this, but hey, thank you if you do. (laughs) But um, you got to be very careful about opening a gym again, especially if it's a big box gym, any gym for that matter. You, I really think that if I was a, if I had my own place, if I had some a specific clientele that kept coming in, I'd probably apply a temporary schedule block system, kind of almost like a personal trainer would. You have your set, you have your sessions. So I would probably, okay, a lot, 10 people in at a time, you have this allotted amount of time to get your stuff done you have one hour and there you go we have one hour get in get out keep your social distancing cut out the the jaw jacking get to work bye
and there you go clean up after yourself that type of thing um is that going to happen across the board absolutely not but i think that that could be a start for certain places um you know i know in my case where i trained at premier west which is a very small gym it's very enclosed i mean when there's five or six people in there it felt a little you know okay this is getting a little packed now um I would be very cognizant, well, even more so now. Even when this was breaking out, I was very much cleaning up after myself because I was of the belief that the virus is already here. And so I have to act that way. I have to condition myself and clean up after myself, my clients, anybody else to protect them and to protect anybody else that's going to come in and use that machine. Because you don't want to, this, this virus is going to breach and it already breached, obviously. But um, at this point, now it's about containing it containing it and so forth which is why i'm not exactly too thrilled with a lot of these passive aggressive individuals out there who are just demanding that go up there with their all their rifles like they're about to go into a battle when in all actuality that's just it's silly it's silly it's passing the buck it's just if you want to go out there and do that fine but i'll feel a lot of that is just that word patriot is such a relative term i don't even know what that means anymore because it seems to me that you have individuals out there who just go to a local Walmart or wherever, buy a few American t-shirt flags or hats or whatever, make a sign, and suddenly, oh my word, they are, they are just Captain America. They're Steve Rogers. They're going out protesting and putting a bunch of 1776 images on their Facebook page. And my God, they're fighting for the American. I, I, I don't, I'm sorry, I just don't. That's, that's just not my cup of tea. I don't see things that way. Um, I, hell, twice I've actually raised my right hand in the air, sworn oath to the United States of America. Hey, meant it when I did it. Did my nine years in Homeland Security, which so many people might scoff at and say, "Oh, that's that's oh, that's nothing." Hey, I did it. So I know, I know, good idea of. Uh, I got my own unique narrative of of defending the country being patriotic whatever it's it's that's mine but with that being said with a lot of these individuals who are making and being very cavalier with their attitudes towards this you better <laughs> better make sure you got those brakes pads ready to you know they're working because you may have to pump them soon enough and realize okay i may not be able to do this because those are the type of individuals who for better or worse could be the ones that catch this thing and they end up dying no one wants that but if you feel if you if that's what you want to get that's the route you want to go fine go that route just stay the hell away from me you know i'm not you know, like i'm out here in the middle of this park you know i see a bunch of people here are some of them practicing social distancing absolutely not but i'm not going to go up to each of them and say hey where's your mask and why aren't you social distancing i don't know their story I don't know that this family of four over here isn't living together. I don't know if those two, that couple over there, they're married or whatnot. It's none of my business. I hope they're staying safe. And that's the most I can do. But the decision I'm making is I'm not going up to each of them and trying to make a conversation. I'm not getting up in their business. So, you know, but I leave room at the table for a lot of different opinions and arguments just so I can hear that perspective and to develop a more well-rounded perspective on my own. But... There's really, 
you know, I've slowly integrated Zoom training into what I do, and it's actually turned out to be quite really, really well. Um, I have to applaud my clients that have done that thus far. They've done a great job uh, for continuing to maintain their fitness, but just working with me on that front, taking the time. Um, you know, that's uh, that's a big ups, big ups to them. And also, you know, another room for me to to advance as a trainer. You know, now I can put that under my belt. Okay, I've done Zoom training, but that's the challenge of being a business, of being a business owner, a sole, you know, sole proprietor, whatever you want to label yourself as, is that during these times is what are you going to do to adapt? What are you going to do to survive? That's what my challenge is. Yeah, I'll go that route. That's my challenge to a lot of business owners out there, myself included. What are you going to do to survive? How are you going to survive? Going on a corner and protesting, is it is that going to get the job done? Probably not. I've seen a lot of people drive. Like, for, oh, for example, today, over off, if you're familiar with Lubbock, Texas, I was driving on Slide Road, South Loop, pretty busy part of Lubbock, Texas, and I see some hustlers on there. They're selling masks. They had a mask set up. They said, mask for sale. I saw them briefly driving by it. Man, I was like, okay, there you go. That's the entrepreneurial spirit. They're trying to hustle, they're trying to make some money. Hey, I thought about maybe turning back around, giving them five, 10 bucks, getting a mask. Cause I'm going to need them. You know, any place I go to, I got my mask on a mask. Shout out to Linda Hartman, my cousin for making me my Seahawks one, but I'm going to need a few of them. You got to clean them out. And that's going to be a part of the norm, the new norm. I'm fine with that. If it keeps my ass six feet above ground and my family and my friends, there you go. It's all that matters. And along with my clients. But that's the one thing that, you know, as a business person, as an independent contractor, whatever title you see me as or hell, I mean, I see myself as a, I still have, I still have to pinch myself that this, I'm in this situation across the board, that I'm in a pandemic as a personal trainer owner. You know, it's, it's, it's a little, it's a far fetch from what was happening three years ago, hell, two years ago, hell, one year ago, but that's just something that really has been cooking in my mind is like, how are you going to adapt to this? And I feel I have been adapting to this quite well, quite well. I know what I have to do. I know what I have to do to keep my clients safe. Now, whether or not that's, you know, going to correlate with the parameters set forth by the local, federal, state and state policymakers, we'll see. But you have to adapt as well. I have a few plans up for the other business I'm involved in right now that I'm working on just to get ahead of the curb because I know how these people think on both ends of the spectrum. So you just got to CYA, cover your ass as best as you can, but also cover your client's ass, your customer's ass. So, I mean, I keep, I just looked at my watch here, my Apple watch constantly getting updates new cases popping up this thing is not necessarily and stopped no way is it slowing down Eh, depends on the day which doesn't give me confidence but once again you know still as a consumer you know if i go into any place yeah i'm taking a risk but you know i think as a business owner like if i had going back to the hypothetical if i had a gym hell if i premier west where i primarily operate i said okay we're allowing people in i'd be pretty hesitant in going back because i don't i can't control who's going in and out 
I can't. See, right now I'm in the middle of a park. Okay, not a bad area. It's open space. Got a bit of control. Could find my little spot, meet with one or two clients, and boom, we got ourselves a nice training session going on. That's a possibility. Very, very real possibility. But that is something that I have asked myself and been pondering about for quite some time, knowing when this virus hit in the States, when it hit Seattle and when it hit College Station. So I've been keeping my tabs on it because that's just the way I've trained myself for the past 10 years is to just be as proactive as possible. And in some instances, I was proactive. Not to pat myself on the back here, but we did keep, I mean, I'm going to kind of, when I say we, I'm also speaking in regards to my family. We were, we were prepared as best as we could, which, you know, probably ain't saying too much, but still, but as the days continue to roll on, which seemingly all feel like the same, Fridays feel like Tuesdays, Mondays feel like Thursdays. We still have to keep our heads on straight. We still have to keep looking forward and not back. We shouldn't be falling into the trappings of the blame game and the political BS that a lot of these policymakers are still playing amidst all this. That's just my advice. <laughs> That's my train of thought. If I had a Democrat and a Republican politician come up to me right now and try to plead their cases to me, I'd probably tell them both to piss off and leave me alone. Let me handle my own stuff. So... But yeah, um, I really hope things do kind of, I mean, I do feel like the clouds are starting to kind of maybe slowly clear up a little bit, but you still have to be prepared for maybe another, you know, storm coming along. And, you know, as a personal trainer, as someone who owns, you know, a, a business person, I have to continue to adapt and continue to go forward and develop contingencies to make sure that I'm going to survive in this new climate, plain and simple. With or without the help of the federal government, which I didn't apply for, but, um, you know, I have to, you know, they're not, they're not keeping my personal training business alive. I am. So, and with that being said, I shall continue to do so. But um, nevertheless, uh, I'm getting hungry and I need to go get something to eat. So this is going to be a little bit of a brief episode. I believe I actually am pressing my luck on this. I haven't had any interruptions yet. So anyways, I hope everyone's staying safe. Uh, continue to please wash your hands and just practice some new um, strict hygiene just to keep yourself safe. Uh, especially if, you know, just, just do, there's people out there that love you, care for you, and hate to see you go down that path. Um, this virus is still very, very dangerous. It's Russian roulette. So we still got to care, you know, keep our head in a swivel and do what we can to stay six feet above ground. Uh, thanks for listening to the podcast. It's been really nice to get back on here and just detail a bit of my narrative, um, in this plot on this platform. So there you go. Uh, oof. what else can I say? Well, that's all I got right now. I'm going to head to Capital Pizza. Oh, yeah, here we go. Shop local. If you've got a lot of places out there that, you know, a lot of your favorite pubs or restaurants that you like to, show them your support. Spend a few dollars there. I'm sure they'll appreciate it. So, nevertheless, this is James Ruiz. This is the Cerebral Fit Podcast. It's time for me to go eat some pie. Adios.